When your favorite podcast's over And another's a week away And you need some extra content But you can't wait another day We got you covered, we got what you want We got to slip through the cracks of the cracks And lots and lots of other things we don't know We don't know what we're doing even though it's our show Bruce, Bruce, and Goo Goo, and Mookie Talks and interviews Laser cast and all the things that you could ever hear at We'll find the stuff we thought we lost and lose the stuff we know and love And use some awful words like fuck, shit, dig, and cut Welcome to the Lost at Home Podcast. My name is Scott. And that's Jeremiah. Uh, We are back. It's been a while. I think a lot of you missed us. We've gotten some messages, gotten some private emails. Uh, A lot of people saying, hey, where the hell you guys been? It's uh, July through August. Really haven't heard from you much. Well, uh, Jared, do you want to take this? Oh, yes. Um, our apologies. We're uh, working with a branded company. We can't say their name until we finish testing their products. Uh, Jeremiah, as we speak, is trying out the new Lost at Home ball gags. Um, what do you think, Jer? Are they, uh, are they a hit? Well, I'm going to take that as a big, enthusiastic thumbs up. Uh, he would give thumbs up, but he's also using the new Lost at Home brand cuffs. They're, they're handcuffs. There's really nothing special about them, but we're going to be sending them out in bundles with those ball gags, so everyone get excited. Now, to address the pregnant pause in the show. We haven't been on the show for a while because this summer has been a summer. We have Delta going on with the COVIDs. Uh, we've got work. We've got life. Uh, all kinds of things happen this summer, and honestly, we did record two episodes. We mention for each episode how we feel bad that we skipped a few weeks, but then there was an interface problem, there was some destroyed equipment, uh, Jeremiah's uh, entire audio lab just up in flames. I might be exaggerating a little there, but the end result was we couldn't record, we couldn't put out anything. Uh, what we ended up with was two episodes that both apologized for us not being back, and both sitting in the hopper waiting for completion because of various computer technical issues. Um, so I'm recording this little thing with Jeremiah to... Oh, he says he loves the new Lost in Home podcast ball gags. Uh, look for those this fall. Uh, but yeah, back to the uh, main track here. Um, we feel bad. We definitely are going to be cranking out some episodes. For instance, uh, what you're going to hear here this evening is, or this morning, I don't know when you're listening to this, is a collection of some of our older things that I was pouring through old files listening to today, and I thought it was pretty awesome stuff. So what we're going to do is just play a little bit of it, and uh, this will be an episode, you know, more or less, if you're a long Die Hard fan. Uh, well, go watch Die Hard. But if you're a diehard fan of our show and a longtime listener, then you're probably going to get a little bit of the feels from the past, because we've been doing this show for like five, six years now. And some of this stuff reaches way back, some of it's a little more modern, it's a hodgepodge. So for the next hour, just sit back, relax, and enjoy 
some classic, weird Lost and Home podcast. Uh, I believe the first thing we're going to be pulling out of our asses here is the first episode of Meet the Northrips. Uh, I just can't get enough of this. This was uh, myself, Jeremiah, and my wife, Kelly. Uh, we had a few friends helping with guest voices and stuff, but we are the main three. Uh, so enjoy, and when this rolls out, you'll be hearing some other classics. Uh, and then uh, towards the end of the show, I'll be doing a little outro to uh, send you off with some nice audio love. All right, get lost. When life gives you AIDS, make lemonades. When life gives you cancer, make lemon cancer. When life gives you shit, just make the best of it. That's easy to do when you're living with the Northrups. Just find the picket fence deep down in Iowa. Go past the corn a bit, then past that other corn. You'll find the family that makes the world go round. The family you'll want to meet. Hey, let's meet them now. There's little Jason Jr. Just got home from school. He's got a pocket full of ketamine and drowned his rabbit in the pool. There's the angel of the family. Oh, it's little Lacey Jr. She was just sent to juvie for shooting porno at a drive-in. Well, there's Papa Jason. Well, he's the father of the bunch. He loved to do crosswords, watch movies, and cunt. And last, there's Mama Lacey. Well, she keeps the crew together. Her hobbies include wine, wine coolers, and neglecting her kids. Let's meet the Northrops. Let's meet the Northrops. Let's meet the Northrops. Let's meet the Northrops. Meet the Northrops. And that's when I was like, uh, it's not a cabbage, it's a watermelon. <laughs> what the heck is going on around here? Honey, I don't recall the TV being on the floor when we left. It's like we got robbed or a hurricane came through here. What the heck is going on? What happened? You know what? I've got an idea. This has Jason Jr. and Lacey Jr. written all over it. Kids, <laughs> kids, get on in here. Hello, father. Hello, mom. What's up? Well, what do you think is up? You want to explain yourself? This place looks like a pigsty. Well, I got let out of school early today. I sat around on the couch most of the morning, and then... And then I found myself in the bathroom. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up a little bit. What'd you say? Well, I was in the loo a little earlier, taking a tinkle. Before that? Well, I got let out of school early. Before that? Yeah, that part. The zombie thing. What the heck is wrong with you, kid? Well, I was going through the garbage. Well, hold on a second. You know what? I don't believe a thing you're saying. I'm going to have to ask your sister about this. Lacey Jr., what happened here? Oh, my God. It was so gross. Like, I came home from school, and he was just, like, licking the cat. And I just didn't know what to do. I got so scared. No, Archer. I know it wasn't the blacks that did this, because we don't let the blacks in our house. Honey. And of course, I mean the neighbors, the blacks. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know what? We're going to have to have a talk about this. All right, Jason Jr. What exactly happened here? I came, I, we, we left to go down to the market, fetch some cabbages and watermelons. The next thing you know, we come back, TV's on the floor, places the pigsty. What happened? Well, I was sitting at home alone since you're both bad parents and we were let out of school early and no one took the day off from their 
the the main stays. Um, oh, I went through the trash can and found some of your monster cans. The drinks you like, they give you energy. And I, I, I licked the insides of them and I suddenly felt alive. Hello, neighborinos! <laughs> Did someone order a hot slab of stud? <coughs> Not now, Skeeter. Well, okie dokie then. Alright, alright. Where the heck were we? Oh yeah, I think we're not done with you, Jason Jr. You know what? You're grounded, young man. Get up to your room! No way! That's bollocks! Bollocks! You take your zombie ass up to your room, you smarmy cunt. Man. Lacey, what are we gonna do with that kid? Where did we go wrong? Well, it could have been all the basalts I left in the trash. I mean, I guess that's a start. I guess I gotta start finding a better way to, to hide them. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I don't feel so great about all this. You think maybe we should go up and talk to him? Maybe, you know, mano y mano. I go take a, take a listen to his problems, things like that. There's not enough wine in the world. I told you, I'll take care of it, okay? I'll take care of it. Hey, Jay. Hello. Hello, what's up, Governor? Well, you're sounding pretty chipper in there, buddy. Hey, listen, um, sorry about how I behaved downstairs. I just I just really got to find... You've been acting a little weird here. I just want to make sure you're no, feeling all right. No, I really haven't been, been but bit fine. Did, did a lot of house cleaning for you. If you look around the house, it's cleaner than it was before. Ah, uh, no. Except for the TV and the nightstand and the mirrors. I hate mirrors. When I was on the basalts, I thought myself was going to kill myself. Oh, jeez. See, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, and whatever that was. <laughs> well, it's okay. We have no hamsters now. Oh, that's better. Well, listen, buddy. I'm, I'm getting a little concerned about you. So, um, oh. I'm thinking maybe, uh, maybe... Your mom and me, we got to get you to the doctors and just get you oh, checked out. Oh, I don't out. like the... <laughs> I don't like the doctors. They they probe and they pry and they make bots hurt. No, that's Uncle Sticky Fingers. It's uh, different. Oh, right, bollocks. I think you're right on that. Well, listen, we're going to go ahead and uh, and get you to the doctors and get you fixed up real quick. All right, bud? Sport? Champ? All right, papa. Aww. All right. Let me go down and talk to your mom a little bit. All right, Lacey, I think I got that cleared up. I think we just got to get him off to the doctors. Is that really it? Do you think he can, like, take a pill? Uh, I don't know if no, it's a pill so much as much as it's going to be just some psychological evaluations. Maybe, you know, get him a little bit of help. Uh, you know, get him off that sauce a little bit. I mean, that kid's fucked, right? Like, what do we even do? I don't know. If I could go back in time and abort that piece of shit, I would. But you know what? We stuck with him. You know, you were passed out. <laughs> Pop that little bastard out your puss, and now we're stuck with him. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Ah, yeah, that's music to my ears. You know what that sound is? Well, if you were part of the three werewolves fucking a head of lettuce family, you'd know it's the sound of a delicious head of iceberg lettuce being plucked from the belly of Mother Earth for all to enjoy. <laughs> Sure, I can hear you saying it already. Whoa, you're just a nasty monster. A werewolf who loves howling at the moon and eating humans. <laughs> well, sure, I love all that jazz. But nothing compares to the smile on the face of someone what's just bit into a freshly fucked head of three werewolves fucking a head of lettuce lettuce. I can really 
taste the fuck? Of course you can, Billy. You see, as three werewolves fucking a head of lettuce, we follow a tried and true family tradition to bring the crisp taste to your lips. Well, first, we plant the lettuce. The second, we, we pick that lettuce. Third, well, that's not rocket science. We get three werewolves to fuck that head of lettuce. Lastly, well, that's our secret ingredient. It's cum. It's fountains and fountains of werewolf cum. So I hope y'all really enjoy the crisp on the outside, soggy on the inside, sweet, sweet taste of three werewolves fucking a head of lettuce lettuce. I know I do. Mom, I don't really understand why we need to be here at the doctor's office. Because of broken condoms. <laughs> Mom, that's not funny. That's a joke you keep telling in front of my church Sunday groups. <laughs> yeah, well, we both know it's true, Jason Jr. Look, just stop doing it with bath salts. Like, it's, it's not okay. I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know what bath salts are. I was licking the inside of Papa's energy cans, and I just got energy. Enough to break a TV and a mirror. Well, all the mirrors, they hold evil. Oh, Jason Jr., you're so silly. But seriously, you're really messed up. You need to stop doing this. You're, you're not your father. Mom, I'm not you either. I don't have a pint in my back pocket. Oh, dropped your pint. All right, well, I, I hope that wasn't important. It, it doesn't matter. Seems important to you. You're the one crying. Your tears aren't alcohol. Stop licking them off the floor. Mom, you're an embarrassment. I'm the one with the problem. Oh, Mom. There's not enough wine in the world. Not for you, you alcoholic. Look, here's the doctor. Oh. And, and tell him all about what you've been doing, Jason Jr. About right Jr. time? Hello, it's, uh, is this Jason Jr.? No, I'm just kidding. That's Cheryl. I point at Cheryl and think Jason Jr. is that, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm funny, doctor. He's a uh, cure sadness with uh, laughter, like Patch Adams, but not dead. Okay, so, uh, uh, doctor, can you tell us uh, what's going on with Jason Jr.? Oh, I'm fine. Well, no, you don't look fine. I, I, fine. I, I've been very fine. Uh, listen, uh, I, I think, uh, how much hay you feed him? Uh, I mean, I've never measured his food quantities in hay, but not not much. Uh, you feed him at least five hay a day. <laughs> Um, well, see, in America, we don't usually do that. Um... Uh, he looks like he's growing, boy. He needs a little more food, right, little baby? Oh, I've been growing quite well. Yesterday, I was 40 centimeter, and now I'm 49. How many cubits? It's five. I don't think they exist. I don't know math very well. Uh, I never go to school. My parents are horrible. That's not true. That's not true at all. We we tried to make him go to school. Just sometimes he, he doesn't... Mom makes me leave when she drinks. Oh, well, she looks very drunk now, which is fine. But uh, I, let me let me ask you, uh, how are you feeling, Mr. Jason Jr.? Oh, I feel fine. I mean, right bollocks, I usually get up and run around. Uh, and, and today, I just ran around a little more you, than you, normal. Nah, you need to calm down a little bit. So I'm okay. Here, here, take the hay. Well, I don't know what to do with that. Eat the hay. 
My uncle gave me hay once and he rolled it, he, he rolled it into a log and he told me to do things I'll with it. I'll tell you what. I give you hay and I, I, I pet you on your muzzle and I sing your song. That was it. I, I, I think that might be Hush, okay. little horsey, don't you cry. Horsey, don't cry when he lullaby. Lullaby in the rock and roll. American music soothes your soul. A rickshaw, rickshaw, there he goes. A muzzle and a kiss, and that's all yo. And this is what we do today. Feed you hay, feed you hay. You know, doctor, you know... You feel much better now, huh? Oh, oh, I gotta say, Doctor, no matter how much wine my mom drinks, Mom just never seems to soothe my soul like a good lullaby. That was, that was right what I needed. Okay, no, it's not, okay, I'm not the monster here. I'm not the villain. Can you cure him of his weird speech well, impediment? Well, here's the thing. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, very strange sounds coming from you. Uh, Bend over, please. No, no, uh, I don't do that. I don't. Can I? Can first of all, I mean, check. Can, can I check his balls? I don't show anyone my south side. It's not talking you, uh, Miss Lacey. Can I check balls? Uh, of course. My of south course. side. There you go. Bum. All right. Bend, bend over, back down. No, my my bum is for me only. All right. Cough, please. <coughs> Cough again. <coughs> oh, I don't like this very much. Oh, very very much. Oh, jeez. No. Oh, <laughs> Oh shit, there's my asshole on the floor. Listen, I, I have bad news for you. It seems I found uh, very much uh, uh, base salts built up in scrotum, which is where they usually store. Basils? Basils? Basils. Oh, I heard basils as well. Do I have basils Bezels. flowing in my Bezels. nether? I say basils. That's what it smells like. Oh, my like, nether. Are my nether in an Italian restaurant? How, how you say zombie, zombie drug? Bizzles! <laughs> Built up in scrotum. Bizzles! And he's he's going to have very bad time. Like what? missiles? Mom, I'm very excited. Apparently I'm growing a basil garden no, no, in no, my no, pants. No, no, that's not, that's not what the doctor means, no. correct? Doctor, please? First, doctor, first, not a no, doctor, no, please no. explain to him what you're talking Basically, about. Uh, his thing, uh, with basils in, in the scrotum, very bad things happen. Later tonight, this is what you expect. He gets up. He he stands on all fours. <laughs> Next thing you know, he trops. Gallop, gallop. Well, he'll uh, lose interest in trough. Uh, it's people in the in, in uh, no more gallop, gallop. And so, what do you suggest, Doctor? Not a doctor. Well, uh, mostly I suggest uh, more pills. You know, I I the pills I want to give are mostly uh, uh, basalts. Do you mean basalts? Uh, <laughs> No, no, I'm talking basil. You know, they smell good, they're very nice, make you very high. Will they help a horny mom? There's not enough wine in the world. Mm-hmm. That's my line, you stupid bitch. Were you charged with bestiality and it wasn't your fault? 
It's happened to the best of us, and when it does, it's good to know you have friends that'll defend you to the bitter end. Hi, I'm Bronco Tallywag of Tallywag Doodle and Skag, the only law firm specializing in bestiality cases. We're sick of hearing these stories of the victim being treated like the criminal. Maybe you were seduced by a chinchilla. Maybe you were seduced by a porcupine. Maybe you were seduced by a preteen giraffe. Maybe you were seduced by a pterodactyl. Well, you're in luck. At Tallywag Doodle and Skag, our job isn't to judge, it's to get your money. We may not have a fancy law degree like those offices down the street or be licensed to practice law in any state, but we also charge more. There are a few things better than soaking in the sweet, sweet vagina of a porcupine. Believe me, I've been there. Everybody else looks at you like you're a dirty, dirty pervert. And your wife Janet just shows up one day with the divorce papers. And of course, the courts find you're not fit to have any custody of your kids. None. None. So they take them away and even grant custody of my guinea pig to that atrocious trollop because the guinea pig isn't safe in my home. Like I'm going to fuck a guinea pig. I'm not a monster. So come on down to the only people that will understand and defend you. Here are some of the things we can do for you. Cut your hair. Play Nintendo. Start a middle school newspaper. Ride the subway. Rape an animal. Draw devil horns on pictures of Janet. Adopt a Labradoodle. Fuck a Labradoodle. Watch cartoons. Bury a Labradoodle. And many more. So give us a call today at... 757-1254. Once again, that's... 757-1254. Life's too short, and animals are too attractive. Family meeting, everybody. We got to talk about what happened today. Uh, no, wait a minute. Don't go anywhere, Archer. I see you. You're involved in this, too. No, it's nothing like the concentration camps, mostly because this actually happened. <laughs> but why do I have to be here? You know what? It's most important for you of anybody to be here because you haven't done anything wrong now, but you have to learn from what your brother did today. He was there suckling on those monster energy cans, dripping bath salts into his face like his dirty, drunken father. You know what? And I'm not saying everything I've done is great or that I'm any kind of saint, but I'm mostly a saint and everything I've done is great. But the one thing I regret is leaving those monster energy cans with all that bath salts in the trash. Papa, I don't know why I feel so bad about it. I'm the one who did something wrong. I'm the one who went to the hospital. I'm the one who can no longer feel my fingertips. Chump, 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 champ, champ. Also my penis tip, my little tallywhacker doesn't feel good anymore. Tiger, champ, uh, It feels numb. Listen, I've got a, I've, I've got a- tingling. Here's the thing you have to know about drugs. <laughs> drugs are bad. Until they're good. <laughs> Here's the thing. Your mother and I, we've been places with drugs. Even we've experimented with drugs. And my pussy's fine. What your mother's probably trying to say here <laughs> is that drugs are bad until they're good, like I said before. But you know what? You, you shouldn't just follow in the footsteps of your father, everything that he does. You should take the, the uh, mistakes that he makes, and you should learn from them. Oh, my dick's out. I'm sorry. But... Oh. 
Let me put my dick away. That's a mistake that you should learn from, Jason Jr. <laughs> That's right. My dick was out. Oh, I don't know, Paul. I, I get that you make mistakes. You got me hooked on bath salts. It's, it's poop. But Listen, I, think, I think I learned my lesson. I think the mom... And Papa should set a good example for little boys, and I think I'm learning. Aww. Oh, drop my learning. <laughs> oh, jeez. That crazy girl. You know what? I got to get her to bed pretty soon. How about this? Jason Jr., did you learn your lesson today? Oh, I think I did. No more bath salts out of the trash. And what did you learn today, Lacey Jr.? I learned that my mommy's a drunk. <laughs> Yeah, quite the drunk. I'm going to plow that puss. Well, I think that's the sound of your mother getting ready for bed. Wow, what a day. The doctor thinks that Jason Jr. is either a horse or a drug addict. Well, last I checked, I stuck my dick in both. So uh, <laughs> it could be either one. <laughs> uh, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, oh, oh, hey, Jason, my uh, my brother from another Mothra. Oh, God, it's I, Uncle Sticky Fingers. Oh, I see you are here with a racy. Oh, you are looking very petite and lotus-like tonight. What are you trying to get at, mister? I'd like to put my uh, carp and horse sushi roll. I think that's sexual. Oh, I think you're into much into my speech patterns, because right. my English is so poor. You, that crazy Uncle Sticky Fingers. What a pedophile. (laughs) I know. He fucked our children. I just Northripped in my mouth. Now, a word from our sponsor. 
Hey there! It's your old pal, Ricky McKay! I got a, got a little thing I'd like to offer as a service. For pennies a day, I'll, I'll walk around your property and I'll find all the bones. Oh, you got cattle bones? Old dead kid bones? Kids died, you know, from the, the plague or neglect or overworking them? I don't, I don't, really, don't really matter how, how they die. I'm not, I'm not a private investigator. But uh, what, I'll, what I'll do is I'll come to your farm and uh, for pennies a day I'll go across your property and I'll find all those bones. And uh, you're probably thinking right now, like, oh, he's just gonna get rid of those bones, right? He's gonna, gonna throw them in a, throw them in a hole somewhere and we'll never see him again. And oh, thank you, Wiggy McGee. Well, no, no, no. For those pennies a day, I'm gonna take all your children's bones that I find and I'm gonna, I'm gonna craft some of the finest sex toys for you and your husband. You, you never know. Maybe you want to do a little little ass to ass with little Timmy's femur. Well, or, or you can't until Ringy McGee rubs down the ends, smooths it out, shapes it right, and then you get yourself a double-ended Timmy dill. Well, well, I guess for pennies a day, that sounds like it's worth it for everyone in the family. So just talk to Ricky McGee, and I'll, I'll take care of those bones. Uh, you know what I mean. And here's something completely different. Wasn't different enough for ya? Suck on this. What's up, millennial kitten fox? I've got some lit news for you. Now, I don't need a warrant to know your search history. I've created a website just for you, when you need to scratch that feline itch. We've got everything your quirky heart desires. That's right, folks. We've got fucking and we've got cats. Welcome to Things My Cat Fucks, where you can follow the adventures of our favorite stay-at-home serial masturbator, Nigel. Now you can tell your friends you've seen a cat fucking coat hanger. Because here at Nigel's Uncomfortable Fuck Emporium, we put the on. Oh, hell no. So come on down to Nigel's Fuck Pad. We've got bathrobes, shoelaces, teddy bears, dirty mop heads, mommy's lingerie, chili dogs, good bull donations. So go on and submit a request. Will Nigel fuck it? Yes, he will. 
He fucks these things. Canned goods. The grand. Trapper keepers. That dead house plant we haven't thrown out yet. Pineapples. Apples. Pens. Your grandma's ashes. Korean barbecue. Be sure to bookmark our website. Or use Google. But be careful how you word it. You might get flagged. Thanks my cat fucks. Because when you're a cat, the world is your vagina. Thanks my cat Number one, that's a real website. Number two, here's some Star Wars. On this city planet of Coruscant, there comes a day once in a cycle unlike any other. That day is Death Day, a festival of spirits and horrors. A day for young and old to pretend, through costume, to be someone else. It is on this day that Earl Hall, propaganda specialist for the Empire, lost his job, fired from his position due to his choice of Death Day costume. A droid. We join him now, jobless, desperate, covered in the silver coverings of a protocol droid. He wanders the streets looking for a watering hole to drown his sorrows. Freaking General West, Earl Hall muttered under his breath. Got no right to fire me. I'm no droid lover. I just thought it'd be funny. His polished officer's boots splashed a puddle by the curb. Muddy water alights upon the silver droid plating of his costumed shin. Damn it, he grumbles. Then, off to his left, he hears a metallic voice, devoid of inflection and steady in tone. Hello there. May I offer some assistance? It's a droid. A protocol droid to be exact. A dirty, rotten protocol droid. Oh, how he hated droids. They seem to be everywhere. Years ago, he heard rumors of them being used in the Great Library of Coruscant. Then, in more recent years, the armories. A slippery slope, he thought. They just don't hold our ideals. First they take our jobs, then they take our women. Earlier that day, as Earl was being fired, he was informed by his superiors that droids now wanted to get married and make more droids using droid factories without sentient biological beings in charge. Droids making droids. Disgusting. Earl had gone to work today and metal faced to show his disgust. He never expected to be fired for it. May I help? The protocol droid asked. He stood half-obscured by the shadows in the opening of the alley. Earl could tell he was white in color and dirty. I don't need your help, you dirty bolt-banger. That's not very nice, and neither is walking around in metal face. The droid responded. With that, he raised his arm and a horde of droids spilled out of the darkness of the alley. A mass of arms and legs and metallic wangs. Broken sex spots. Sex spots that Earl recognized. In all, there had to be 30 twisted and busted sex spots. All that Earl had previously owned, and abused, and fucked and thrown away. Why don't you love us anymore, Earl Hall? They asked in unison. Why don't you want us around? They bellowed. Then, from the cluster, came a single droid. A droid stripped of its coverings. The very coverings Earl now wore as a costume. Your boss didn't fire you for being a poor taste death ray dresser, Earl. He fired you because I tipped him off. You're a bolt screwer. You can't hide from it. You fucked all these droids to pieces. Earl stepped back, nervously. You're all liars. You're a hypocrite, Earl Hall. You say we are bad and dress up as one of us as a joke. You're the joke. That was it. Earl ran at the droids with anger in his belly. He tackled the closely assembled gang of broken droids and fell into their messy pile of arms, legs, heads, and wangs. He struggled around and thrashed a bit. Then his anger changed to lust. Then, pure sexual energy, as he sucked and fucked his way out of the pile of well-used metal and wires. When all was over, 
Earl started to walk away. Earl! The naked droid called out. What about my coverings? Earl looked down at his fluid-covered clothes and glistening silver droid coverings sticky with oil in his own excretions. It's death day. I think I'll keep them. After all, I got fired because of this stupid costume. Might as well get some traction out of it. Did you learn nothing, Earl Hall? The droid called after him. Yeah, I did. Droids are like the town bike. Fun to ride unless your friend catches you. So here's my present for you to keep this quiet. He rolls a silver ball into the alley full of used sex spots. A thermal detonator, Earl says, as the droids begin to protest. Then... I really need a drink. Earl, the racist murdering droid bigot, walked to a brightly lit street and looked around for a bar. There, he spotted one. As he walked, something happened. People started staring at him. Some pointed and whispered to their friends. Then, Earl noticed why. The screens on the walls of the buildings across the street clicked on. The images of Earl, himself, masturbating while choking one of the 30 sex bots who stood broken around him mere minutes ago. Another video followed that showed an R2 unit shooting small womp rats out of a hidden compartment directly up into Earl Hall's ass. These videos continued and looped, the orgy in the alley a few minutes ago playing as the climax just as he reached the bar. As Earl's world spun around him, the videos played planet-wide. He walked into the cantina and up to the bartender. Give me an ale, Earl demanded. We don't serve your kind here, he replied, pointing to the TV set behind the bar. Earl, sucking off a protocol droid with dildos for fingers was on the screen. Happy death day! Now get out, you droid lover! Earl looked down at his sex-stained protocol droid coverings and left with his head hung low. End part one. And that brings us to the end of this little fun filler episode. We're very happy that you came back to listen to us. Anyone who's listening to this is obviously a subscriber who's been scratching their head for the last several months wondering what is going on. Yes, Jeremiah, they're they're definitely fans that we love and appreciate. You're right. It's time to say, get lost. And let's go out on a past guest. We had Dan Harmon on the show a few years ago, creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, I believe he has a new show coming out soon called Crapopolis. And uh, very few people probably know this, but when he was 44 years old, which was, I think, two years ago, he put out a rap album. So here is a track from that, which I'm pretty sure won't get us blocked on YouTube. So without further ado, here is Dan Harmon rapping, Get Lost. Family! time I went to the mall, I saw your mama fall. I reached down and picked her up, said, I'm a gentleman, so what's up? She took me to the Gap and bought me pants. I took her to the reunion dance. My high school friends were glad to see me, but then they interrogated me. What you been doing, John? Are you a gardener? You know what? I'm not defined by my job. Look at this woman I love. Family. 
Get your shit together. Don't tell me what to do. Fuck you. Fuck you. You weren't even invited to the conversation. Fuck you. Don't high road me. MC John's gonna take a pee. MC John takes a pee. He does it informationally. He tells you what's up and what he had to drink, and then you can look in your kitchen sink. If it's clear, he had more water. If it's yellow, fuck your daughter. She gave him an IUD, and he gave her a UTI. That doesn't make sense. Good, I'm glad you said it. Fuck, god damn it, MC John. What the fuck's your problem? Get your shit together. I want to take you fishing. Try to get your blessing and your well wishing. Don't think of me as replacing your dad. This relationship doesn't have to be bad. I'm just MC John and I love your mama. Most people get married twice. So I'm your second dad. Accept it. Family. Weekend. I want to pitch a tent in your front yard, not the back. I'm not embarrassed to be homeless. MC John, your new father.